0: This is Frida Liu and you're listening to Enterprise. Farah Abdullah is the first female managing director at Bits Media, a company that developed Muslim Pro, the most popular Muslim lifestyle app in the world. She's here to share the challenges of working in the Islamic tech space and how it promotes an inclusive and equal workspace for employees located all around the world. And she's also a mother too while working at Bits Media. And while we're doing this interview, they may be sitting on her lap. Uh, good morning, Farah. Good morning, Freda. How are you? I am good. You know, so a little bit about yourself. You started working uh, at Pearson, the publishing company, uh, then a global food company, and now a tech company. Um, You know, share with us what made you take uh, these steps, right? And, you know, to invention to three completely different industries.
1: Well, uh, thanks, Freda. Let me just try to explain this a little bit because I know it's a little bit unusual. So uh, I think for me, I've always been a little bit of, uh, you know, a go-taker, right? So when uh, when every time a new opportunity arises, uh, arise, that's when I will just uh, go and say, okay, should I do it? Okay, let's go for it and then give it a go, right? So for me, I think given the opportunity, when I was given the opportunity for Bits Media, I jumped at it, to be honest, because first, I've always believed that tech industry is a fascinating one. That's one. And secondly, is that I really believe that tech is an enabler to a lot of people and to reach out to uh, really the societies and communities that we want. So what better way I thought of, uh, because being Muslim myself, I thought what better way uh, uh, than to use tech and also to, to reach out to the communities that I am actually very much affiliated to. So that's why I think the opportunity in Bits Media was a great
0: one for me and I jumped at the chance to join Bits Media. Right. I just want to know a little bit about how you were with Pearson, why you joined Pearson at that time, right? And then after the food company and of course now. And what do you bring, you know, the experiences from each? How does that, you know, how did that enrich your role currently at Bits Media?
1: Well, I think, you know, a lot of people have this misconception that tech, uh, if you're not from tech, you will not be able to enter tech and tech is something that's completely different, right? But since now, uh, since that I'm here, I think that's really further from the truth, you know? So I um, was able to very much tap on uh, the different expertise and knowledge that I gathered across all the years of working, I think about 16 years to be fair, before joining uh, Bits Media. And I think, you know, tech is exactly like other industries in a sense that we are all working for our consumers. We are all working for our users. And ultimately, this sits, our users and our consumer experience sits in the middle of everything that we do. So obviously, of course, I had a very steep learning curve when uh, entering into my first day. I'll give you a very funny example. I've been using Windows all my life and then the first day that I joined, I was given a Mac, right? So I'm like, can I not, you know, can I still use Windows? And they're like, you're intact now, you know, you have to, you have to try to do this. So I'm like, yes, okay. So, so I think, you know, it's been always an uphill task because I'm the kind who don't, I'm not the most, uh, you know, the forerunner intact, the one with the latest gadgets and whatnot. But to be, um, but Beats Media has been very welcoming. And I think, you know, I think the fact that I did not come from tech actually has some added benefits because I'm able to go to my tech team, my developers uh, and say, you know what, um, can you try to explain this to me layman's term, you know, something that a normal consumer will understand because if you can't explain to me, it means it's very hard for us to translate our products and services to the consumers out there too. So I think it has been a very good exercise for all of us overall right
0: okay so as a Muslim I haven't downloaded that as a non-Muslim I haven't downloaded the app but tell tell me about the, the app itself what it offers so uh, the
1: app actually uh, started about uh, 12 years ago um and it predominantly was one of the first uh, uh Muslim utility app in the in the market and I think we've gotten very good grounds there so um uh, we actually have multiple features and tools for the Muslims to practice their faith. So Mm. one of our, I mean, the key, key features for us would be the Qibla, uh, Qibla tool. Praying direction. Yes, the praying direction. Then there will be the Quran, the iQuran with multiple translations. I think we have over 20 over translations, um, for our users and also uh, the um, prayer times definitely you know so this just take you back 12 years ago this is the time when people wanting to get prayer times they will actually have to look at the newspaper wait for the radio stations wait for the TV to actually um, announce it right. so this is quite revolutionary then I would say mm-hmm. and I think you know we've gotten very very good traction today we have just crossed our 120 million download mark and right. we are in 190 markets so Muslims are all over the world, not just in the region, uh, are using our app. And so I think we've really um, uh, made a lot of milestones. Uh, having said that, I think we're now transitioning over the years. We're transitioning a little bit to be a bit more of a lifestyle app. So when I mean lifestyle, Muslim is a way of life. You know, right. it's in everything we do, it's not just in how we pray or right. uh, when we fast, you know, it's a lot more than that, you know, it's in our parenting, it's in the way we dress, it's in right. everything that we do, how we behave. So I think we want to be more involved in a Muslim uh, lifestyle. So right. that's why we try to um, uh, introduce new features and mm-hmm. content also to uh, to revolutionize our app a little bit to be uh, from
0: a religious utility app to a bit more of a lifestyle app. Right, so you know, 120 million. You know what has happened when you look at the the market, right? What have you know? And it's great, right? You bringing all these things. How have how have the needs changed uh, in the last 12 years, and the the features that you have, and what sort of what do you forecast or foresee will be the kind of things that uh, will be needed in the future?
1: Oh, that's an excellent question, Freda. I think. Um... I think the fact that the tech industry and how tech is so much more integral in our lives is changing the way uh, we have to develop our app too, right? So initially, like I mentioned, it was more of a tool like a utility tool function right where it's very convenient to have it on the go you know the quran the prayer times the compass but then now if you if you take a look at the trends out there with a lot of players like tiktok like of course instagram Mm. a lot of social media players out there they are also introducing a lot more content i would say in the India, I mean, a lot more content in our lives also, right? And in fact, normal people are also now generators of content. And I think it's awesome because you get the real reflection of what the community needs and what the community wants. So I think our app will have to um, reflect this too, reflect this need. And we we, we aim to, of course, through our through introduction of new content and features, we aim to be able to ease the practice of faith through technology, that's right. one but also, we want to be more integral and we want to help a Muslim, you know, uh, be able to feel represented and feel that we can identify with other Muslims out there. And I think we are at a very good position to do that because, you know, a Muslim in Africa is very different from a Muslim in Middle East or a Muslim in Singapore. Really? For example For example? Ah. I think our values and ethos are about the same. I think, you know... Um, we practice the same kind of, uh, you know, faith, um, uh, we practice the same kind of teachings, I would say, and Mm -hmm. we practice the same kind of values. But I think we're very much, like other people, you know, we are very much influenced by the market that we're in, the cultures, upbringing. And I think, uh, you know, how far, um, I mean, I think our lifestyle and our culture is very, very uh, much affected by where we are similar to other people, I think, regardless of race or religion or ethnicity. So I think this is really very interesting and I would love to have a platform that could connect All of this, uh, Muslims all around the world, you know, it's like we share something similar, but we are very different
0: as well, right? And of course, uh, on the app, you have things like uh, places to stay, uh, restaurants. Uh, Do you also have these kind of features?
1: Yes, so I think definitely. I think again, this is again to facilitate the ease of practicing your faith. You know, abiding by uh, some of the teachings that uh, you know that we we abide to as a Muslims, but uh, also using technology to ease this. Right. So again, like the halal feature in our app mm. uh, is meant to help people who are uh, you know abroad, you know, uh, or even staying in a market where it's less. Um, Muslim uh, is not a majority uh, majority Muslim market. So this is a little bit more difficult. In fact, a lot of our key markets are actually in uh, Western regions because I think the Muslim communities there are a little bit more underserved as opposed to markets where... You know, for example, in Malaysia and Singapore, it's really very easy for you to just go down the road and right. get, you know, have a halal certification or halal food. But it's really very different when you're in, for example, the US or the UK or France, right. you know.
0: So I think this is where we really helped our communities out there. Right. I'm here with Farah Abdullah from Bits Media. Uh, stay tuned as we talk about, you know, um, working with teams across the world. Stay tuned to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Future Malaysia, BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. Good morning. This is Ria Liu. If you just joined us, I'm here with uh, Farah Abdullah from Biz Media. Uh, she's the first female managing director and Biz Media, a company to develop Muslim pro. The most popular Muslim lifestyle in the uh, in the world, uh, which has over one hundred and twenty million downloads in over one hundred and ninety countries. Am I correct? Markets, <laughs> markets. markets. I don't. Th- how many- yes, we have to uh, one hundred and ninety markets. And when you say markets, how is it different from countries? What do you mean by that? I don't
1: think there is 190 countries per se. I think there's a lot of definitions around. I think different. Uh, uh, there are many different ways in which you split up the geographies, right? So, but I would say a very safe uh, term to use would be 190 markets.
0: So okay, you've got uh, you've got how many? Uh, there are there 195 countries in the world today? So balloon, balloon. Okay, almost there. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't get it wrong. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm very fearful of that. Now, um, okay, so. Tell me, uh, you know, like, where are the offices around the world? Well, actually, uh, we are
1: predominantly uh, our headquarters is in Singapore, and most of our team, I think, eighty um, percent of our team is in Singapore. Uh, so um, we're located in Orchard Road uh, at the moment, uh, but we do have two other offices, uh, mm-hmm. and this is located in Malaysia and also in Indonesia having said that we work with multiple agencies and also consultants across the world you know so of course as i mentioned just now some of our key markets are actually in the western hemisphere so right. this is when we will work with our teams there our consultants yeah. there uh, to, to 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 be a bit closer to our community
0: yeah right and how how uh, how many employees does bits media have at the moment
1: Currently, you know, uh, when I joined, I think it was recent. It was uh about a twenty odd team, and I think now we're reaching about sixty and growing. So right. I I think you know we've really I'm really very proud of the team. I think we've built a dynamic team full of ideas full of creativity and full of you know the passion and hunger to serve the muslim community so i think we've got a great team and i'm looking forward to building uh continuously a, a, an even better team also what's
0: the average age at the uh, abyss media well i would say that i one of the older ones there although I, I do not want to say this <laughs> so i would say yeah. what,
1: below 30 Yes, mainly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it's a very uh, millennial Gen Z uh, kind of um, environment. I think mm. uh, you know, which is great because you know where we're at. You know, the the, the, the kind of tools, the kind of uh, platforms that people are using are really starting to 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 develop very very quickly. And I think we need the energy and the ideas from this. Um, young blood to really help us um, resonate and relate to our communities even better. Right.
0: right. And, and you know, uh, what's it like leading, uh, you know, a young team, you know, because you work with various uh, uh, organisations well. So what is it like in terms of your approach dealing with the young team? Well,
1: I would say that, you know, um, um, you know, I come from multiple backgrounds. You will see that there are FMBs and if you see predominantly I've always worked in a big organization right so I think it's a little bit different how you work with a younger team a more dynamic team and I a think a smaller I, team right In sorry
0: and a smaller team
1: yes and a smaller team and in fact I love it because you know every single member of the team is a little bit more closer to me that's one mm-hmm. uh, and because of that I could uh, you know, there are two philosophies that I really hold on to uh, when building a, st- a team is that always hire people that are better than you in certain mm-hmm. things, you know, in certain mm-hmm. areas. So, so this is something that I really hold on very closely to and I try to do that uh, in my team. So mm-hmm. for me, it's always about learning from them. You know, there's a reason why I hired them. So listen to them, hired, uh, listen to them and learn from them because probably they know better uh, in that area. That you're looking for, right? So for me, uh, that is also one of the key successes is the fact that I listened to the team, and I think I I have an open door policy in Beats Media. All of us have an open door policy, so everyone could just come up to us and you know um, uh, tell us of their latest ideas or what are their initiatives. And I think this made the young people really feel very uh, appreciated and felt that their ideas are heard. I think secondly is also, I see myself as a bit of a mentor. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I've been very, very fortunate over the past years to have really good mentors who don't see me as, you know... uh, just a, a young girl who's just uh, you know trying to ask so many questions but I think they see it as uh, a way to train up and coming um, talents right so I, mm. I practice that a lot too and I try to train and impart as much as possible the knowledge that I have uh, to, 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 to my team members also. So I think we have a very dynamic and open culture and also the diversity in Bits Media helps. So in mm. Bits Media I think we're pretty much uh, equally split. Uh, I think I think we are at about 48% women, uh, mm. uh, 52% men. So I think it's a very a nice split uh, for a, a technology company. And mm. then secondly, also, we have a lot of nationalities in our um, in our okay. in our team, I think we have about twelve nationalities for sixty, a team of sixty, which is really amazing because that's right. when you will learn, you know, we uh, from different people, different cultures. You know, again, this is back to where I was mentioning where we aim to connect Muslim lives and connect Muslim life globally, right? So right. again, we're all very similar but very different at the same right. time.
0: W- would the prerequisite be be Muslims? Though I mean, just because it's common sense. Yeah. Right. No.
1: In fact, we practice uh, inclusivity and diversity. Uh, you do need to be a Muslim in order to work with Muslim pro right. Because if you see, um, of course, in certain departments where yeah. it's a little bit more, of course, you know, more faith-based or more yeah. where you need a little bit more knowledge, there, there would be Muslims, right? Yeah. So, to, to make sure that everything... Um, Makes sense but then there are also a lot of other departments that you do not need to be a Muslim in order to work there for example right. the, the the product team or the development team right. or you know the marketing team you know so I think uh, we, we from the very beginning and even when I first joined uh, it has never been the case and we will continue to hire in a very uh, inclusive and diversified manner I would say yeah. and I think this is the key to our success uh, thus far
0: the fact that we can relate and resonate with our communities out there okay so you know like uh this will be the first time i guess that you really work in this tech space right um and you know what would and we you know there isn't enough of a representation of women in tech i mean it's encouraging to see that we've got women in tech what do you think holds women back from taking on this role like did you have apprehensions about taking this role and what made you say okay i'm gonna give it a go and it's not about it's not about the tech per se but you know, what, what, what was it that went through your mind? Hmm.
1: That's a great question, Freda, because honestly, I think I spoke to the whole village, you know, my whole ecosystem before I joined this um, uh, this company, right? Because it's really a different uh, direction and a different industry that I'm taking. But like I mentioned earlier, I think, you know, the one thing that's always uh, holding uh, women women or men alike, right, to mm-hmm. any new challenges is, I think, uh, predominantly the preconception and the fear within themselves, I feel. Uh, so, of course, there will be fears. And, of course, I felt multitudes of fears. And, you know, what if it is, you know, I'm one of those who, you know, when you get a new uh, mobile phone, <laughs> I don't even know how to set it up, you know, <laughs> most of the yeah, time. or oh, new laptop. <laughs> yes, it's so difficult. Like, how do you port everything over, you know? So imagine that. And then I'm saying, are you kidding me? I don't even know this and I, I'm going to a tech company, right? But then again, you know, I thought it through and I said, you know, um, if I'm always going to think that I can't do it, then I really won't be able to do it. And it's the right. same throughout my career. It's always this, feel the fear, but just go with it, you know, just do it anyway. You know, I think this is one of the phrase that always comes to my mind, like feel the fear, you should feel the fear because that's when it motivates you and propels you to want to learn and to do better. But you should still do it anyway. And, you know, as you go along, you will make mistakes. You will be asking a lot of questions. And at times you will be in a very uncomfortable situation where you don't know anything. You know, I still remember when I joined... Every single thing that my developer was saying, I was Googling it. <laughs> like, okay, what is this? You know, they use a lot of abbreviation. But in fact, I think we both, uh, you know, all of us learn from each other and I felt that at the end of the day, I was able to bring a lot to the table as per how they have actually taught me a lot more
0: uh, now about uh, the technology industry. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thanks for spending the morning with us. Uh, I was being to far Abdullah from Bits Media. You've been listening to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to BFM.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.